Hey, Phil. How are you this week? Great. Great, great. So I'm, I'm glad to reconnect with you. Um, it's the first week of March. And I know that in this industry, we're all starting to look at what's next because the seasons are changing and our needs are going to be changing along with that season change. Spring cleanup means that we need people to work. And that's in the spring, summer, and the fall. But there are layers of this issue, the need for people, that um, go well beyond the obvious shortage of qualified workers. Mm -hmm. And I know as I read through your blog, I could hear that you have some, some very clear positions on what those major issues are. So I'm, I'm wondering if you're willing to talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, thanks for the, the platform, Leslie, yeah. and the setup there. Um, you know, I, I obviously labor is such a, a big issue for us, and we've really been focused on retention and uh, recruitment and interviewing and culture and employee engagement, and all those things are super, super, super important and a big area of focus for Grow the Bench in our consulting work as well. Um, but, but, you know, and, and we can't take our eye off those things. Those things are absolutely critical for our businesses. And, and in some cases, if, if businesses don't take those things seriously and really pour more resources into those areas, you know, they just might not even survive because it's, it's all the demographics are going against us. And this labor issue is going to be around for a long time. So what's the solution? And that was really the premise of my blog is to put out on the table a solution to the problem. And, um, and, and there's debatable other solutions that are more appropriate. So, so in a nutshell, if, if someone hasn't read my blog yet, uh, the, pr the premise of my solution was to find uh, some common sense ways to let more people from around the world come into the U.S. and work legally and stay here and give them the ability to engage in our economy, raise their families here, and, and, and remain here. And I'm not talking about citizenship, and I'm not taking a politi political position in terms of a political party, and I'm trying not to be political at all. I'm just trying to say that there are lots of people, millions of people around the world that would love to be in the U.S. legally working and raising their families and staying here, not only here for three months or six months, not having to jump through hoops every year to come back, but but really be able to um, invest their lives here and, and remain here. Um, so, so let me ask you real yes. quick. This has been an issue that's been going on all the years that I w have been connected with the green or the white industry. And there have been solutions in terms of H-2B programs, et cetera. What I think I hear you saying is you don't think that's those are necessarily the avenues that we need. Well, they're not. They're not. They're, they're extremely insufficient, and they, they only uh, solve part of the problem in a very, very small way. If you think about all the millions of people that are in our country undocumented, um, I, I don't even know how many millions, you know, I've heard 10 million, 15, 20 million, which means there's probably 30 or 40 million. I, who knows? Nobody knows, right? 
But there's a there's millions and millions of people here in our country undocumented, and guess what? They're here to work. Not all of them. Some are here to take advantage of our very generous um, social programs, but a lot of them are here to work. And and I'm not saying, you know, we should. And I'm not at all saying we should support people coming here illegally. I'm fully supporting legal mechanisms for people to come here. But the reality of what's happening today, and again, I'm not trying to make a political statement. I'm just saying that the reality of what's happening, not only today, it's been happening for decades, is that there's huge incentives to come to our country undocumented and stay here because the penalties are pretty small. And so there's a big game. Everyone knows the game, right? So you take, you accept the, the, um, identification, whatever, however sloppy it looks, you accept it at face value and because you need the workers and you put them out to work and you hope you don't get caught. There was a time earlier in my career, I showed up to work at 6 a.m. like any other normal day and there was someone standing in the doorway blocking the door to the shop of where I was supposed to be walking into. And he asked me to uh, step aside and I was kind of half a, half awake, half asleep, you know, had my coffee in my hand. It was dark. I couldn't see who he was. I'm like, dude, I work here. I don't know who you are. Get out of my way. Then I realized he had a giant rifle. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, that's not normal. So maybe I should pay attention to this guy with the rifle. Turns out this was a DEA raid. And, oh. uh, and so for the next hour or two, what happened was our hundreds of employees were basically um, arrested and um, only let go if they could convince these these officers, these federal and you know law enforcement officers, that they were um, documented. They had you know they were legitimately here in the country, and if they couldn't convince them, they they got hauled away. Okay. So we had our workforce that day was significantly disrupted. <laughs> Let me say it that way. And it was really sad. It was really sad to see these, you know, these just really good, super um, hardworking individuals thrown into cages like they were dogs and handled and thrown into vans and being carted away. And, and some of them came back, but a lot of them didn't. So they probably got deported. Some came back later with different names. Oh, you wow. Know? Well, yeah. Juan Gonzalez was now Pedro, you know, um, Gutierrez or whatever. And and we were, like, happy to have him back, you know. Um, so so that's what's happening every single day in our industry. And, and it's just wrong. It's messed up. We are encouraging, because of our policies in this country, we're encouraging that. We're encouraging the undocumented to come into the country, mostly through the southern border. But really, anybody can come to the U.S. under a student visa or a, a travel visa and just stay here and go to work. And chances are they're going to be fine. They're going to be able to stay here and get their family here and hunker down and just live in the shadows. But what? how sad is that? Well, At the same time, we send away all the people that come to our universities and who are educated. We don't let them stay here. So it's completely backward. So I'm sorry, Leslie, yeah, I talked No, I wanted to talk about that, about 
I mean, there is an element of um, those that are trying to immigrate here from many countries um, in Africa, Nigeria, etc., Mm-hmm. Um, to come here and become educated, they have a often have a better opportunity of staying, but not always, not always. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this isn't just a problem for um, kind of a a, a blue collar level of a worker. Yeah, it's a white collar issue at all. It's a it's a serious problem for our entire economy. But but to my point about the universities and the educated, it's true. If you go to any major university, there are tons and tons and tons of foreign students here legally going to school. Guess what? They all have to go back home. They can't stay. And how yeah. sad is that? Yeah. 99% of them would stay if they could. It, it doesn't make any sense. And, I mean, there are those people that come here to be educated and want to go back home because the U.S., though, it is, you know, what I would say is the best nation in the world. It's not um, perfect for everyone. Mm-hmm. But even so, if there was an avenue to be here and to re- be productive and contribute, yeah, I think you're right. Most people would choose to stay. Yeah, so just my last kind of comment here to maybe um... – end this up or finish up my my uh, soapbox here, <laughs> get, get myself off the soapbox, um, is that, you know, like I started out in the beginning to say, you know, it's really important that we create really good, healthy environments for our, for our employees so we engage them. And, um, and that's the really, that's number one. That's job one. I'm all in favor of the temporary worker programs and we should advocate for those and and try to optimize those, but the, those programs are extremely insufficient. The bigger problem is that we can't talk to each other in this country. We can't have an honest conversation about what's happening and make just common sense, intelligent decisions that would solve the problem. And so all I'm trying to do in my blog is say, there are real solutions that would fix this problem if we could only sit down and talk about them. Yeah, I think you, you're you hitting something very sensitive, a sensitive nail head <laughs> with, with a hammer that is going to cause some people to get uncomfortable. But the truth is, if we can sit and listen to someone else's opinion, even those that are radically different from our own, that's where we start to move forward with solutions that will work for everyone. Yeah. So, you know, and I respect the other side too. I guess the other side would be, um, you know, the argument against my argument would be that there's plenty of people in the U.S. who are being incentivized not to work, and if we fix that problem, we wouldn't need foreign workers. I just don't, I just don't know if that's even a possible solution. So I, I think, I think there's way more people outside our country who would love to come here and bust their butt and work really hard. Then there is a whole bunch of workers, potential workers in the U.S. who are just dying to work really hard. I don't see it. Well, I'm with you, but at the same time, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk this week and hope that maybe you can start some dialogue here with yeah. people that are in this industry and get people thinking about what that would look like to to listen to the other guy and maybe work toward a mutual outcome. Great. Okay. Well, thanks, Phil. We'll talk to you again in another couple weeks. And until then, have a great week. You too. Thanks.